When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why college football in South Carolina is about to collapse. And this is huge for Tennessee. Do you want to know why Tennessee had so much success recruiting in South Carolina, which led to a national title? Do you, do, can I answer that question for you, Caleb? Go ahead. They were in the middle of deciding whether or not that whole state, whether they wanted to be proud of their racism. And there were Confederate flags still flying. And I'm not going to get into this conversation, whether or not they should be flying, whether or not it's history, whether or not it's offensive. I happen to think it's offensive, but you make your own decision. And I remember telling someone I stopped by Maurice's barbecue and they had the yellow mustard sauce. And the guy said, who was an African-American, worked for UT and said, better be careful. People will think you're a racist. And I was like, why? They said, because at their they, they make all the barbecue in one place and then they divvy it out okay uh to the different locations so i didn't know this but there was a monstrous confederate flag flying above where they make all of the barbecue and they refused to take it down i think they finally took it down just a couple of years ago so there were a lot of uh people in south carolina minorities african americans that thought that they were stuck in like the 1880s and that's why they wanted to go elsewhere in a lot of situations. Now, it wasn't just that. It was the fact they had a guy named Brad Scott who couldn't coach. And Clemson didn't know a football from a hole in the ground. So there were a lot of factors. I don't think you really wanted to get into the racial aspect of it, Caleb. But you dug up something why South Carolina could be crashing down if they do. It doesn't just mean that Tennessee has an easier win in the SEC East. It means recruiting kids, and they'll be able to go into South Carolina and recruit all they need to. So explain to me what's going on in South Carolina. And by the way, Clemson is tumbling down as fast as you could tumble. Uh, and it's brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Impulse Chat with two Ts, impulsechat.com. All right, Caleb, tell me why you think South Carolina, the football state, is tumbling down, and they are. Before we get to that, I want to piggyback on something you said real quick. That's why in 2006, when College Game Day was at South Carolina, they were at Tennessee, South Carolina, Steve Spurrier went public and lashed out at South Carolina fans for showing the Confederate flag on camera. He would, and everybody thought, how could he do that? He's coaching South Carolina. He's got to worry about his fans. So he was thinking about recruits. He wanted recruits to know, guys, that's not me. And I think this is ridiculous. He was doing that specifically for recruits because he was tired of struggling to recruit against that image. By the way, that held Ole Miss back for 50 years. It held Ole Miss back significantly in recruiting for 50 years, even in their home state. Well, and they have the worst reputation, too, as far as how they treat their prospects that decide to go elsewhere. And listen, if you want to root against Harrison Smith, random name, for going to Notre Dame, that's fine. 
But if you want to threaten Harrison Smith's parents with their jobs, which happened, and I'm not going to name the player, but that happened with a player that came from South Carolina to Tennessee, and she ended up losing her job as a single mom. That's a whole different level. I mean, come on, guys. It's football. South Carolina has a bad chip on their shoulder in that state. And also it was at once a perceived racist chip on their shoulder as well. So you're right with what you said about Steve Spurrier. So get me rolling with South Carolina and why they're tumbling now aside from racial issues. I did not mean to go there. Okay, so it's threefold. Dabo Sweeney, Shane Beamer, and South Carolina Lindsey Graham, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, all with regard to football, are making fools of themselves. I'm not here to talk Lindsey Graham's politics. I don't care about that. This is specifically as it relates to college football. So I will go to each one one by one. And I'm going to start with Dabo Sweeney. We know Dabo Sweeney has had a principle against the transfer portal, has publicly spoken out against NIL in ways that's going to upset his players. Well, which, even decided- if you, which even if you believe that is stupid, if you don't like NIL, you don't say it. You don't say it. You don't say it. Yes. He's now decided to blame the fans. He had a Jerry Green go to Kmart moment at Clemson this week. And I'm going on that level. So Dabo Sweeney said, asked about Clemson's struggles. And he said, we're at a point in time where if you don't go undefeated, you're losers. You're terrible. And it's such a terrible mindset. Honestly, maybe we need to lose a few games and lighten up the bandwagon. Sometimes the bandwagon can get a little too full. Dave, do you think Nick Saban would ever say anything close to that after losing? No, no. He's saying he needs to get rid of some fans. What is that all about? Yeah. Davos, when he basically said, we need to lose some games so you guys appreciate where you are. How about you take the Nick Saban approach, which is the human nature is to survive, not thrive. And our focus is on thriving. So if you stay great, the hard part is, if you get great, the hard part is staying great. Davos, when he's literally making the case, we've already been, we've already been great. Why are you complaining? That's a loser's mentality for a two-time national champion, isn't it? Totally agree. And the fact that he said maybe we need to lose some to get the uh, uh, some of the fans off the bandwagon was uh, idiotic. You, you would be almost idiotic if you didn't get on Facebook and follow Sports Treasures TN. That's Sports Treasures TN. Carrying over 5 million Sports Treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Why else do you think South Carolina, the football state, is slipping quickly? So after Dabo Swinney, here's the other coach at the other school in South Carolina, Shane Beamer. So in the most South Carolina fashion possible, he kicked an inanimate object out of anger in last week's loss and broke his foot. (laughs) Shane Beamer. And on top of that, he straight up threw his players under the bus over the weekend. Dave, I don't know if you heard his press conference on Monday, Mm -hmm, but he said consistently called his players out for not blitzing when they had dialed up blitzes. And there was a moment, guys, go back and watch it, where he says, quote, we had the perfect call. You could not have had a better call when you're calling in around. We had the perfect call where we sent the edge on the brush and he didn't blitz. Just straight up called out his players, which that was literally what we attacked Butch Jones for four weeks ago. By the way, you call Shane Beamer like Butch Jones. You said he's like it. And that was the most Butch Jones thing to ever do. And guys, when you lose your team like that, Dave, what do we say? You can't really win him back at that point. You never get them back. And with, uh, I think Shane Beamer's a mix of how he perceives Philip Fulmer, who was a CEO and recruited like crazy. He's a mix of that and Butch Jones. 
and but he doesn't have the ability that Philip Fulmer did to recruit and close on big time guys. He also doesn't really have the the podium there in terms of that type of program at South Carolina that Philip Fulmer had at Tennessee. So that's what he wants to be. He was a graduate assistant at Tennessee. He wants to be like a Philip Fulmer CEO and have two great coordinators. Well, he doesn't have two great coordinators and now he's turning on his players. So it could get very, very ugly there. And again, um, I, I don't have any reason. Is Clemson, despite winning two championships, is it viewed as an elite job or did they just get the perfect coach at the perfect time and the perfect staff? You know, it is the second school to South Carolina in that state. South Carolina is the state school. So there are probably a lot of coaches that would look at the South Carolina job as actually being a better job than Clemson. So if that thing goes south, Caleb, then it's it's going to it's going to go real south at both schools. Uh, Trevor saying I really don't like Shane Beamer or Dabo and really cannot articulate why. I'm about with you on that. Uh, I I just don't think Shane Beamer um, is going to have success at South Carolina long term. I give him kudos for the way they closed last season. As far as Dabo Sweeney, I've said this before. I think that he was blessed with a great defensive coordinator. Brent Venables, who's now the head coach at Oklahoma, and you see what's happening there. You don't have that all of a sudden. What happened when Philip Fulmer lost uh, David Cutcliffe to Ole Miss? Um, Tennessee struggled. He had a guy that he could hand the offense off to, and he could go recruit like crazy. I mean, there were times that he would leave practice early in Kentucky and Vanderbilt weeks so he could uh, go make more recruiting phone calls. That was smart. It sounds crazy, but that was smart. So... Yeah, I, I don't see there being any way. And I know they they hired the um uh they they hired the offensive coordinator at um gosh, who what was his name at Clemson that's uh related to oh Garrett Riley. Garrett, Garrett Riley. Riley that's related to the Riley family. I mean, have we seen anything to think that they're breaking the mold on offense, or is he just another coach? No, he's just another coach. And also, I mean, remember when Dabo Swing introduced the spread in 2011, the ACC was still an outdated pro-style offense with very mediocre talent across the board. Dabo Sweeney had Lane, Kip Lane Kiffin pushed a bunch of Tennessee recruits into right into Dabo Sweeney's hands. And so a bunch of things worked in his favor. The worst part about this, though, Dave, is you got your two the two coaches of your state school saying this, but when, this, when a representative of your state in Washington – says something that players are going to disagree with that can that can be a sledgehammer to recruiting can it and oh yeah when i mean you start saying we need some fans off the bandwagon that's a really stupid thing to say it is so the third part of this leg is lindsey graham who is the senator from south carolina and again this is not about lindsey Look, Dave and I are very big. We don't talk politics on this show. But when Washington is going to get involved in college football and NIL, we have every right to talk about that at that point. And that's not political. They're trying to get their hands involved on some NIL. We have to talk about it. And Lindsey Graham complained yesterday about Olivia Dunn being the highest paid person in NIL. I don't know if she is, but he was trying to uh, – there was another NIL hearing in Congress. And he was trying to, like, make a point. Uh, it like implies she's overpaid. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? She's making money. Let her do it. If she can make money as a gymnast, let her make money as a gymnast. But then he said, quote, Utah is offering everybody on the team a new truck. There's no end to this. Between the portal and NIL, 
college football is in absolute chaos. Well, no, it's actually not in chaos. And South Carolina has been trying to rely on the transfer portal to field a competitive team in the SEC right now. And your state, your U.S. senator representing your state is publicly lambasting you. Meanwhile, Tommy Tuberville in Alabama and Joe Manchin in West Virginia are trying to pass a bill that requires a uniform standard contract for athletes, for NIL. Your state representatives doing this, don't think your recruits don't see this, by the way. And Lindsey Graham is a graduate of South Carolina specifically. I'm sorry, that's a big deal. That's going to stand out. 